And when you are dealing with a lot of the underprivileged group, I feel proud. It is a humbling process. It's not just about the resources; it's about how the human touch could change people. So for me, my experience is my mom's transportation in wheelchair, starting from this, and the quality in the living quality of a wheelchair user. You know, every topic that you really care and you really feel that I want to do something to change, start from that feeling. Changemakers features passionate people who contributed strong changes to the community. Their stories may inspire you to make a difference or think bigger for society. In this episode, I am speaking to two social entrepreneurs. The first one will be Francis Ngai, the CEO of Social Ventures Hong Kong, an organization that is engaged in social investing. And later in the program, I'll speak to Doris Lang, the CEO from Diamond Cab. Two years ago, Francis Ngai started Hong Kong's first venture philanthropy group, Social Ventures Hong Kong. This organization aims to nurture social enterprises by providing financial support and a team of professional volunteers. The reality is that as Social Ventures Hong Kong, we are a very small non-profit organization. We get just ten、uh, something people, and then、uh, we get a very small fund as well. So we are not good at money. Right now, we have more than twenty projects.、Um, I would、uh, quote some of the examples like、um, uh, Green Monday. We launched two years ago,、uh, which we are we are we are advocating one day meat free. So right now, more than one thousand restaurants outlets joined us. Six、uh, hundred schools. Uh, more than、uh, one fourth of the populations right now in Hong Kong is practicing that.、Uh, we also have Light B,、uh, which is the very first um, um, affordable housing initiative. People in Hong Kong living in subdivided cubicles. Many、um, uh, bad situations now happening in the underprivileged family.、Mm-hmm. So right now we are、uh, having some property owner rent their house to us without charging the market rent. And then we are re-renting them to some single-parent families. Try to solve their、uh, housing issues, but at the same time, it's a brand new、uh, poverty alleviation project. So, of course, latestly、uh, we launched Cook Connect,、uh, which is actually coming out from our RTHK Rich Made Poor Made pro- program. So, Alvina Chan is actually、uh, my co-founder in this project.、Um, so, we are trying to use、um, chef skills,、uh, cook, and food,、uh, try to bring the rich group and poor group together. Uh, but people, in terms of people, apart from that ten per- something person, we have more than five hundred professional volunteers. They are from all walks of life.、Uh, many more from the business world. They, we got barristers, lawyers, management consultants, accountants,、uh, chefs. So right now they are using their skills, expertise, and network, trying to help our social enterprise projects. So right now we don't start with money. So all the projects that we work with, no matter we incubated by ourselves, or we are supporting some、uh, good projects outside. Uh, we try to engage with a good relationship first, so we、uh, get to know that、uh, good hearts, good minds alike.、Uh, we come together, and we try to provide some volunteer support first, and then we talked about how to make it a more sustainable entity. Then we talked about the investments,、uh, the social investing.、Uh, we will tailor our support. Different projects, different social entrepreneurs, they get different background and different knowledge and different stage of development. So we try to. We are still learning, of course.、Uh, we try to tailor our support.、Um, uh, we provide or、uh, whatever they need, but、uh, at a very optimal point, so that、uh, they have to stand on their own at, at the end of the day. So that's our business model.、Um, uh, to keep it simple, is that、um, they are the real hero, the Batman. 
we are Robin. We try to support him all the way. So uh, we are not under the spotlight. It doesn't matter. But uh, they will be very successful heroes in the society. For a social entrepreneur, what is adding in is that they need to have a strong mind or heart in trying to solve some problems that they see in the society. They're very close to it. They try to really solve it in, in their heart. I'm really proud of the social, those social entrepreneurs working around us in different projects, like Elfina Chan. Uh, she's um, a quite famous chef in Hong Kong, actually. Uh, she can do nothing but just earning money, uh, keep on having um, her own chef skills being promoted and things. But I think right now she committed a lot of her time in the society, trying to bring the rich, poor, rich group and poor group together. So uh, trying to use their, uh, her chef skills, trying to teach the underprivileged group that uh, even uh, with very budget um, amount, you can buy some good food. And serving yourself. So I think um, social entrepreneurs need to have a very strong passion, try to make a difference in the society. Uh, we, are, we should be really proud of these people that they committed their life into making something happen, and which is not just uh, making their pockets getting rich, it's just uh, making uh, our people around uh, the society bit by bit better every day. Uh, at the same time, uh, when you are dealing with a lot of the underprivileged group, I feel proud. It is a humbling process. It's not just really uh, you're trying to help uh, like you are a guard coming down and, and giving out something. It's not just even uh, about the materials. It's not just about the resources. It's about how the human touch can change people. So people changes people with their mind and with their heart. I think that's a really inspiring experience uh, and journey to me. Francis explains that Social Ventures Hong Kong invests in different social enterprises until they get mature. He sees social enterprises as a brand new way to meet both business and social needs in the long term. I think the funding is still coming from the philanthropy wall. So right now we are mobilizing part of the um, money or budget from the philanthropy wall. But right now we are managing like a fund, like an investment fund. So uh, in general, uh, you can treat us as a social private equity. So we try to invest in some of the social enterprise until they get mature. We'll exit some of the financial or even non-financial support. And then we will help some uh, brand new entity as well. Uh, in the past, uh, we are relying on the charities or more traditional NGOs to support most of our problem right now um, on the uh, safety net. But I find philanthropy is a brand new vehicle trying to bring us to a new place. So we are applying a lot of business skills and investment skills. So talking about social enterprise, unlike charities, uh, which is a more budget-utilizing uh, mode of thinking, social enterprise is just a business. You can treat it as a business, but they have a very strong social mind at first. So uh, to achieve these um, uh, single bottom line on social missions, we are adding one more social bottom, um, uh, financial bottom line, which is um, taking care of the sustainability of the whole thing. So instead of, unlike charity, we are pumping in money every year, they could sustain themselves by earning money. So that's a char- new brand new charity options. Francis speaks about the trends of social enterprise and impact investing globally. He says that Social Ventures Hong Kong performs a role of impact investing, which means that investments are made to generate larger impact to solve social problems. Um, people in Hong Kong talked about um, social enterprise concept since 2005 or six. But I would say uh, we are still at the infant stage. Uh, we still need a lot of experiments. Not all of them are quite successful, but I think right now people are making attempt. At the same time, we are inspiring a brand new um, breed of people. Uh, they are not just seeing business, it's just business. 
they're not seeing charity is just a purely giving out. So people are trying to consider both things. When you do help, when you do good things, you try to make it sustainably. Uh, or when you're doing business, you try to bring in the social elements as well. So I think it is uh, evolving, keep on now. Uh, I think there is a whole new trend of um, uh, impact investing and venture philanthropy go globally. So it's uh, somewhat, uh, in the past world, I think uh, charities are on the non-profit side, but business is on the right-hand side, it's uh, just making money or investments. But right now, people are trying to apply concepts, combining two things together. So whether we could use business skills or investment skills to solve our, our social issues directly in the society. It's not uh, just a paying tax or doing some CSR. It's how to use business to engage with the community. So I think right now we combine with a lot of different concepts globally. So uh, seven years ago, we launched uh, Social Ventures Hong Kong, which is right now a non-profit French philanthropy organization uh, dedicated to provide financial and non-financial support for the social enterprises locally. I think by the time that we set up and in 2007, um, there are some, things, some models in the United States and in Europe. But I think we did not just uh, apply any of these concepts directly to Hong Kong. Uh, we uh, combine ourselves right now to be a venture philanthropy fund. We have a small fund to invest in social enterprise. But at the same time, we are doing incubations. We treat ourselves to be an incubator that's supporting the social enterprises. So I think it's quite uni- unique that and globally even. So right now, uh, what we are doing in Hong Kong. In his career, Francis worked in a position of marketing and strategy for over 15 years. His children and a feeling of human touch inspired him to carry on a different career path. I'm coming from the corporate world, but uh, obviously I was not an uh, investor. People inspired me as uh, my children. Uh, after they were born in 2005 and 6, I think I think very differently towards the world. I start thinking more future of the world instead of just um, during my life. So I would see that uh, there are a lot of problems happening. As you can observe that um, uh, mainstream uh, being the business created a lot more social issues. And um, the system right now, to a certain extent, uh, is building up riding on greed. So I think the value system is uh, having a lot of um, problems happening. And you will see a lot of things happening in the next couple of years. So I would say somehow um, social entrepreneurship or social investing to me is uh, fine-tuning the current system that we are running, um, the capitalism so-called. Uh, we are not just um, making money. We are having a social mind. Everything that we do, no matter business or some other things, you have to see the um, uh, social side. You have to see the human touch on things. So I think the only humble thing that I like to do is keep on trying, uh, making an attempt to do more social innovation projects. What's more, I think the, the world is changing so rapidly now. And um, uh, we cannot foresee five years things. Or what, what we know, the directions, is that um, those social innovation projects is making a, a breakthrough in the society. Uh, people in the society get to know that, oh, you can do, uh, you can use uh, chef skills like that, um, bridging the gap of the rich and poor. Uh, you could do um, advocate and green topic in that way. I think that itself would inspire many more people. So we will keep on doing a lot of social innovation projects. But at the same time, I think we, um, coming out from the corporate world, uh, we in a better position try to translate um, those languages between different sectors. So right now we are extensively um, mobilizing a lot of business resources or corporate. Trying, uh, We're launching a brand new sector it's called impact business. We try to get the business, how to use their core business to play a social value. So that's the direction to go. So uh, with these projects, we hope that uh, people could get inspired. 
uh, people in different industries um, concerning about different issues, they could get inspired by different projects. So right now, um, I hope that many people around us um, could um, get some of the message. It's not just about replicating our model. It's not just about uh, how you can be uh, a famous person. It's about how you can do little things, make a little difference every single step, uh, step that you do. We don't expect everyone quit their job to be a social entrepreneur. Uh, they don't need to do it. But people in the business world, they might be able to mobilize their company resources to support some of the uh, social good work in the society. People from the universities, um, they might be um, getting engaged, being a volunteer or intern in some of the social enterprises, get themselves emerged into that. I would say even in the future world, they go into the business world, they still have that kind of social mind. So uh, even around you, there exists some kind of uh, idiot doing social enterprises. Uh, try not to laugh at him. Try to support him or her, encourage him or her. I think that's kind of a um, little difference that I talked about. One of the story would be um, about my kid, maybe. Uh, I don't teach them directly, giving them lecture on social enterprises. Uh, they're quite young. But I think uh, gradually they uh, immersed into some of the projects that we have. My daughter has been to the launch of the Diamond Cap. So one day she's uh, designing uh, her own car. But uh, the cabinet is quite wide. I asked, well, why, why is that car so, so bulky things? But uh, she said, um, it's for the wheelchair. She, she expects that every car should have a position for the wheelchair users. That's kind of inspiration to me. So if you keep on doing, you're changing the norm. You're educating the next generations. What should be the right things to do? In the context of Hong Kong, Francis is quite pessimistic about the narrowing of the gap between the rich and the poor, but he believes that everyone has a role to play to make a difference. I, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't see the future. Uh, to a certain extent, I'm pessimistic about... Um, Really, the rich and poor can come together uh, again very quickly, maybe in my lifetime. But I would say that uh, it's just um, a marathon to myself. You cannot just sit here and cry and feeling the fear. You have to keep on going. So uh, every single time that we do the project, we see the little difference that we are making. Like be the affordable housings, all the investors came in providing their house. Uh, they are not proud and proud people. They, are, they don't have the arrogance in the capital world. They put themselves down. They said it's a humbling process. They get to know more about the poor group. The poor group will not feel that I'm just relieving some kind of um, uh, relief on things and resources. Uh, they still have the dignity. Uh, we have the equal positions putting together. So I think we start uh, from our network around. That's uh, we try to do a little pilot. Hope that maybe the next generations uh, there will be some brilliant people who could really save the world. I suspect that everyone could be a change maker. It's not just about how pioneering you're doing, how, how new the concept you are creating. It's about um, how you see a problem. You don't just sit here, feeling the fear, and then uh, just doing nothing and complaining to the others. But you keep on trying.
first learned saw her mother sitting in a wheelchair in agony. She then quitted her job as a reporter in 2009, and she founded Diamond Cab, a social enterprise that provides Hong Kong's first taxi fleet for wheelchair users. Business is just a tool to achieve what we want to、uh, help the people. So we start not、uh, from a business idea. We start from a social meaning, because、uh, my mom was disabled uh, uh, due to the、um, cancer, brain cancer, in 2007, and she gradually become disabled and need to rely on the wheelchairs. And I see that the caring for the wheelchair users is quite. Uh, difficult in Hong Kong, especially when they need to go to the hospital clinics to to see the doctors. I have my own、uh, private car. That、uh, luckily the wheelchair can be accommodated at at the back. But I would think, okay, how about the others? If they don't have their private car, if they don't have holidays, they off to 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 support the family who are sitting in the wheelchair to need to、uh, visit the hospital. So it will be a very sad situation. Because you can understand the general taxi in Hong Kong, they're not wheelchair accessible. And every time when I push my mom into my car, it's okay for me because I'm quite、uh, used to take care of my mom. But how about the others? You know, before we have diamond cab, the general taxi is quite dangerous for wheelchair users, especially those people. They are really weak. You know, how can you put a body inside a cab very easily and safely? It's very difficult, and they have the weight. You know, some driver come here to interview to me. He said, "Doris, I I try once that I carry the patient into my cab, and it's just like as heavy as a a bag of rice. <laughs> that kind of feeling. So you can see how dangerous both for the passenger and the driver. Even they want to help, you know, it's so dangerous for them to to hurt themselves. So I I think the first of all I improve and safeguard the safety of many wheelchair users and also that caregiver. And then when I go with mom to see the doctors, and I always have time to wait, okay. And then I will talk to the drivers. They are waiting outside. So what 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 vehicles they are? Some of them are illegal vehicles. Some of them are vans,、uh, or some of them are better. They are private car, but actually they are unlicensed. Uh, they're doing business to take care of the wheelchair users. So you can see, actually, is the illegal market is very active before we have diamond cab in Hong Kong. So I, when I think about this situation, I think it's time for me to make some change in Hong Kong. We have six diamond cabs in Hong Kong. These six cabs is running over, I think, sixty thousand single trips since two thousand and eleven February. So we have sixteen、uh, drivers. They are sharing the shift,、uh, morning shift or night shift. The cab design actually is a kind of an aging product in Japan. They call well cab. It's、uh, something related welfare, right? This is popular vehicle running between the elderly center. But we pick it up and then、uh, modify as a taxi because we use taxi license to operate our business. So make it a taxi like、um, the red color outside, and then the light box, the meter, everything is according to the government、uh, instruction. Because it's the very first time this kind of、uh, well cab import to Hong Kong and make a taxi as a public transport、uh, vehicle. We demonstrate how the diamond value for the wheelchair users can be. You know, starting from the cab, starting from our very good drivers, our team, our mission to make this happen in Hong Kong, and more people 
will rethink. Okay, even I'm aged, even I'm disabled, even I'm become wheelchair bound. So how I can keep my living quality as I wish? Laura says that there is a strong demand and business opportunity to invest in transportation for wheelchair users. We have just developed Diamond Leisure this year because it's the fourth year of Diamond Cab operation.、Um, apart from just transporting them to go to see the doctor, you know, to have the negative feeling, to you know, to cure, to have、uh, to cure the disease, to have the treatment, medical treatment, I really want to diversify the imagination that how a wheelchair user's life can be, and also to remind the caregiver. How they can serve or not serve? How they can take care of their future family members? So I think bit by bit we are changing the society. Even you are sitting in the wheelchair, you still can have your top quality of living because the caregiver can go to enjoy with you with the support of Diamond Cab. The risk of making a business is not my. First priority to think whether to do it or not. The first priority for me to think is my mom is going to die. I need to make this happen before she leaves the world. Okay, this is my first priority. So time,、uh, how 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 many years I have to make it happen is my first priority. How can I make it fast? It's my first priority. So whether it's a risky or you know I got bankrupt, everything is not my concern because I can see this is a market. This is manipulated by the illegal operators. So if I can make it legal, make it more popular, good branding, good marketing. So why 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 I will lose? I don't think I will lose because the market's here. It's just because the operator they don't know or they don't want to make it happen. So when I come together with my first、uh, taxi operator partner, I see that would be a big news in Hong Kong because the taxi operator they're very rich but they don't know how to do it. I'm not rich, but I can partner with the rich people to make it happen. So why I will lose? I don't know. I never think about fail because from the very beginning, when I talk to ten people, ten people will say, "Go ahead, Doris. It's it's a real market." Doris pays attention to barrier-free buildings around Hong Kong. She follows up some cases and coordinates with different government departments, acting as a voice for the wheelchair users. We are. You know, serving the community is so frequent. Every day, every cab, we can have, in average, ten to thirteen trips at least every day. Every cab, so it's talking about fifty, sixty trips every day. So when the wheelchair users are using diamond cab so frequently, that means the buildings, they will have the challenge whether they're barrier free or not. They will be exposed their barrier free situation. So every time when diamond cab have to go. Um, to Princess Market Road, and then go through the pedestrian road, and then go inside the the Kinney Center. And then every time when we go inside, some driver said, "Hey, it may hurt our chases of the on the vehicle." So they will stop there and they ask whether we should go in or not because it would damage, you know, create damages.、Mm -hmm. And then I found this case. I talked to the Kinney Center, and the Kinney Center's、um, uh, supervisor said, "Oh, it's an issue for ten years." Okay, we talk to the police. We no, no, we talk to the highway department. We talk to the transport department. We talk in the district council meetings. You know, we have this issue for ten years, but don't know how to improve the situation. And then I talk to transport department, and then they talk to highway department. 
finally, I found their permanent, you know, very fee. Uh, uh, I don't know how to call that kind of uh, cement thing, okay, to make the, the road more smooth for our caps to go in and go out. So I think I act the role like the district councillor, <laughs> you know, to improve the barrier infrastructure in Hong Kong. Doris' mother has become the strength to motivate Doris in her business of diamond cap. Doris thinks that her mom is happy and proud to witness the legend of diamond cap in her lifetime. My mom passed away in 2012 after we launched the service for、um, one more year. I think she's happy because when she know that you know her daughter is making something really convenient, really safe, really elegant for her. Okay,、mm-hmm. she's the first passenger to try on the the loading、uh, using our ram, the safety belt. I think、mm-hmm. she's the first one to try out, and she says because she's at a the time that cannot speak very clearly because of the brain cancer. So she just saw her happy face. I asked them, "Is it comfortable?" Yes, comfortable. That's it. So she cannot talk too much, but I can feel she is very happy. The most touching thing is the last time for her life to take diamond cap is in the Mother's Day, for her to visit her mom. That is my grandma. My grandma is still here, 94 years old. And then on that day,、uh, before Mother's Day, I asked Mom, "Do you want to have diamond cap to visit Grandma, your mom?" And she cannot talk like this. She said,、mm, "That's not." You you can feel that he she used all the energy in herself because she already very weak at the very last stage. And then we are so happy because we never have this kind of communication for, with Mom for a long time, for a year,、uh, one more、uh, uh, year or more. And then、so、I asked again, Mom, do you want to visit Grandma in Mother's Day?、Mm. Even louder, so I booked diamond cap for her. She tried it for the very last time, you know, in her life to meet mom, her mom in 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 her in her home. Instead of thinking, oh, I will be a hero to change the society, back to the reality. So, what is your most pressing thing for you? So, for me, my experience is my mom's transportation in wheelchair, starting from this, and the quality, and the living quality of a wheelchair user. So, starting from your frustration in your life, maybe on academic thing, maybe on universal suffrage. I don't know. You know, every topic that you really care. And you really feel that I, I want to do something to change. Start from that feeling, and then bit by bit, and ask more partners, ask more people. They support you, and then how can make it big? How can make it happen? And you will find your role to make something very interesting. At least, you know, to have fun for yourself, and also making more positive change in the society.
thanks to our guests who are the change makers, Francis Ngai from Social Ventures Hong Kong and Doris Leung from Diamond Cap for sharing such inspiring and transforming stories. More change makers next Saturday morning.